Hey guys, so I have a quick question for you. Have you heard of Anchor? It's a free app that makes it super easy to start your own podcast. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so they can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello. Hello. Welcome to So You Think You're Iconic, the movie podcast. I'm so excited about this week's movie. So excited. (laughs) Can't wait to talk. But first, how was your week, Kelly? It was all right. You know, work is work. Still work, hate it here. Work is work. <laughs> work is work. I do be getting that paycheck though, so maybe it is a little worth it. Right. Every time I'm sad, my two weeks hits that I get more money, and I'm like, okay, I can do exactly. This. Right. Right. Yeah. I get I get that little hit of serotonin, and I'm just like, life's a little good. Life's a little better. It's not, it's not terrible. <laughs> it's not the worst. Uh, as for me. Two of my great aunts are in, were in town. Mm-hmm. One of them still is. Um, and so we dropped one of them off at the airport. And then mm-hmm. the other one, we drove around San Francisco. Oh, that's nice. That was fun. Ah, but yeah, it's been, it's been a week. I, I was in charge of the office on Friday. Oh, yeah. How did that go? I'm going to have to be in charge again on Monday. Ooh. It went okay. It went okay. Not that many people came. So so I watched some TV. (laughs) I played Sudoku. I mean. I listened to a podcast. It was okay. I'm going to have to do it again on Monday. So, like, if no one could come on Monday, that would be great. I I'm not meant to be in charge I'm not I get stressed yeah like if I have to do it I'll do it but like it stresses me out it's not your first choice no but I somehow it always ends up happening and I'm not okay with it I'm the youngest person please in that, stop I'm the youngest person in that office by like 20 years there's no reason yeah, I why can. I should be in charge at all but yeah um let's (laughs) let's talk about something happier yes let's talk about dream girls love it the classic dream girls the classic i saw this movie the day it came out did you really yes christmas day dang okay saw it great fell in love instantly in love instantly I cemented my love for Beyonce oh but let's talk about it <laughs> so the movie starts off with girl group the dreamettes consisting of lead singer Effie White and her childhood friends Dina Jones and Laurel Robinson and then they show up to a talent competition with Effie's brother CC. and they're late but a man named Curtis talks to the stage manager and gets them to perform. 
The power that man holds. The power he holds. Uh, when they get to the dressing room, they realize that another girl group has the same wigs as them. So Dina comes up with the idea to flip them around. They still look the same to me, but yeah. apparently it makes a difference. Yeah, they look the same. Maybe she like fluffs the front a little different. Yeah. But that's it. That's it. And then from a distance, can you tell the difference? No. Probably not. No. And so it's the girls' time to perform, and they perform bop number one. Yes, the bop counter is back. Yes, it is. Move. And while performing, Curtis talks to a man and starts shaking his hand. We don't know what's happening, but yeah, it happens. It's, it's in shadows. It's in shadows. <laughs> And these are two black men, but you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not great. And then after their performance, Curtis makes a bet with the MC that the Dreamettes will win. But it's a wasted bet because the MC already knows who the winner is yeah. and it is not them. It's not. Because apparently, I don't know if this is just what I think. I think that the person who won was his friend. Mm. And no matter who won, his friend was going to win. That's I what that. I that's what I think. That's true. And so the winner is announced and the girls are ready to leave defeated. But Curtis comes up to them and tells them that he just booked them to perform with RB slash soul singer Jimmy Early. He does not know these women. He does not yet know. At How all. presumptuous of him. Yeah, very presumptuous. And then so at first Effie says no because she does not want to sing backup. She's a lead singer. She knows her worth. Good for her. But then Curtis starts to flirt with her. And so she agrees. Just like a man. Just like a man. And so the girls go upstairs. And Jimmy is yelling at his manager, Marty. Because he hired three girls. But Jimmy only wanted two. Two. But then he sees the girls and he decides that three is perfectly fine. (laughs) What a man. What a man. Um. He flirts heavily with Laurel. Oh my gosh. Before they start rehearsing. And then we go into Bob number two, Fake Your Way to the Top. Let's go. Great high energy song. Uh, we then have a montage of them performing on tour. Um, you know how good of a singer you have to be to like harmonize on a song you've never sung before, though? Right. Because like literally I... he started like they were rehearsing, quote unquote. And he started singing and like immediately they started harmonizing. Right. I was like, I know you guys have been singing with each other for a long time, but like there's some kinks that need to be worked out. Yeah. Like y'all can practice is different than performance. Let yeah. me just say that right now. Yep. You whatever you did in, in practice, it might have sounded good. But, like, maybe that's not what they're looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, sure, it sounds good. We're not, I'm not saying it's not. But, like, y'all, that's just not how it goes. <laughs> well, either way, it, it works out perfectly fine. Yeah. And one day while they're on the tour bus, Jimmy tries to go sit with Laurel, but their guardian, Curtis's aunt, because they are underage, mm-hmm. um, clocks him. And makes him go back to his seat. As she should. As she should. But then one night, Laurel sneaks to <sighs> Jimmy's seat. 
and he tries to hook up with her, but she turns him down because he's married. As she should. As she should. But (laughs) but she completely forgot the fact that she is a child. Just the fact that he's married. Yeah. And so one day while in a club, Effie asks Curtis if he cheats on his wife like Jimmy does. And Curtis says that he is not married. And so Effie starts to flirt with him (sighs) heavily. Uh, Meanwhile, Jimmy is setting his eyes on Laurel and Curtis wants to distract him. And so he introduces him to Cece and he wants Cece to write him some new songs so that he can have a new sound. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy brushes him off until he hears Cece and the Dreamettes performing a song and he likes it. And so he agrees to record it against his manager's advice. Cece's a genius. Cece is a musical genius. I love that. I I talk about this later, but Cece is the full package. He can sing, he can dance slash choreograph, and he can write songs. He really is, though. Like, he is the full package. Why why they didn't make him a star, I'll never understand. Right! The way they kept him in the background. Yeah, that was weird to me. But yeah, and then we get bop number three, Cadillac Car. Let's go, Cadillac Car. Um, The song becomes an instant hit on Black radio stations, but Mm -hmm. then a boring version is recorded by a white man and becomes a a mainstream hit. That song was terrible. It was awful. Like, how did you ruin that song? Right. Who who listened to the original and thought it would sound so much better slower? Slower. Like, who wants to, like, slowly rock next to each other singing about a Cadillac car? <laughs> right. That doesn't that's even not, make sense. That's, that's not a song you take your significant other out onto the dance floor and be like, baby this song's for you yeah not at all at least when elvis (laughs) was stealing songs he kept them upbeat right he kept up with the tempo yeah like if you're you're gonna steal a song at least make it a better version right also the 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 kids that they had sway into the song every single one of them was offbeat (laughs) offbeat (laughs) irritated me to no end uh yeah we're 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 skipping that now and so (laughs) this pisses off cc so he and curtis begin to use the dealership profits and gamble to raise money to pay djs to play their new songs on the radio (sighs) we then get bop number four step into the bad side Mm -hmm. uh cc Sang the hell out of that song. Really, though? He really did. Um, and man. then, yeah, we get a amazing performance of Jimmy and the Dreams. Dancing, singing, great. Um, and so one day, Effie walks into Curtis's office and she's pissed off because her music career is going absolutely nowhere. And Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> has his own record of his I have a dream speech the way she said he has no musical talent yeah (laughs) and he has an album she was like can he even sing (laughs) yeah and then she was joking though she was she was but it was it's still funny (laughs) it was funny um and then so we then cut to her performing buff number five love you I do 
Oof. And we get a montage of people dancing. Curtis picks a girl to be his new secretary. And Curtis starts having an eye on Dina one day while she's being fitted for a dress. Back off, sir. Mm. Uh, when Effie is done singing, she asks if the song can be added to the show. And Curtis states that the song needs to be tweaked, even though it's perfect. Perfect. It's literally a perfect song. Don't know why you would touch it at all or what could be touched. He's a hater. He's a hater. He was just he was just doing this to like make her feel better. He never intended to add that song to the show. Mm-mm. And then so to like distract her, he says that they can talk about it later. I'm sure they never talked about it later. The man of we'll talk about it later. Yeah. And then um, Marty comes in after this and he's upset because Curtis canceled tour dates and Curtis tells him that he got Jimmy in an audition for an all-white club in Miami and he wants to have Jimmy cross over to a more classy sound. Mm, okay. This causes Marty to quit because he's like, I didn't sign up for this and I don't trust you. Thank but God. Jimmy stays. Yeah, Jimmy stays. Jimmy stays. He's like, I uh, I need that white people money. Which I don't blame him for. I don't blame him. If I was an artist, I'd be like, sure. Yeah. Let's let's try it. It never yeah. hurts to try. And if you do make it with that white people money, you're that's set. a lot of money. Yeah. Um, at the club in Miami, Jimmy performs, but while performing the love song. I want you, baby. He begins to gyrate and scream, scaring the white people because he seemingly starts to get like horny, like remembering himself having sex with Laurel. It's yeah, weird. it's it's strange. Very strange. Um, and then Jimmy loses this gig. But Curtis noticed that the men can't keep their eyes off of Dina, which it's Beyonce so yeah yeah. it's understandable understandable and so after the performance laurel and effie are talking about how in love with jimmy and curtis they are laurel is finally 18 which still isn't okay with me (laughs) but (laughs) yeah and so yeah while they're talking about their love curtis walks in with cc and they announce that they're going on their own act while jimmy goes back on the road everyone's super happy but then he drops the bomb that dina will be singing lead frick both dina and effie are confused Mm -hmm. because effie is the better singer but dina is prettier so she's more marketable yeah literally that's it (laughs) that's literally what curtis says he's like she appeals to a younger demographic we yeah. need to get that younger demographic. People can't yeah. keep their eyes off of Dina. She's pretty. We're going to have her in the front. Yeah. It, everything with this man is money. And then he also tries to like smooth in and out, be like, she has a softer sound. Like her voice <laughs> is more marketable. And I'm like, dude, dude, just say she's prettier. Yeah. Just say she's pretty and move on. Yeah. Like I could, I could be okay with you saying she's prettier than me. Like that's fine, right? But, right. but yeah. And then so Effie is upset. Mm-hmm. 
But then we have Bop number six, Family. In the song Family, everyone promises Effie that they will make her a star one day and that they'll do what's best for the group. During their first ah. performance, Dina is singing lead, where we get Bop number seven, Dream Girls. Dream Girls. <laughs> And then while they are performing, Dina's mother is in the crowd and is very confused as to why Dina is singing lead, mm-hmm. but goes along with it. Yeah. And then she doesn't like the fact that Curtis speaks about her daughter as if she's a product. Which, I mean, did he ever see her in any other light? No. Um, and then the fact that Dina's mother didn't think that she was a good singer is ridiculous to me. Yeah, that's. Like she belts a high B in this song. What do you yeah. think she can't sing? Like, did, were we watching two different performances? Right. What's going on here? Yeah, it was weird to me. Um, and then the dreams then go on tour around the world and become huge sensations. Yeah. One day while at a news conference, Curtis says that Dina is the core of the group. And this upsets Effie, of course, because that's his girlfriend. True. Um, one day while they're recording a song, Effie keeps singing too loud because she's tired of being a background singer and thinks that Curtis is sleeping with Dina. So she runs out of the recording studio out into the streets of Detroit while there are riots happening. Why they're recording while there are riots happening? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then Curtis goes to get her and she tells him that she isn't feeling good. And then sometime later, the Dreams are performing Bop number seven, Heavy, on hey. TV, and an upset Effie walks off mid-performance. Maybe it wasn't mid-performance, maybe it was the end of the performance. But either way, it didn't look good. But either way, it did not look good. Um, Dina and Laurel go after her, and Effie yells at Dina because she still thinks that she's sleeping with her husband. Oh, her Ooh. boyfriend. Sorry, <laughs> they were never married. They were never, thank God. Thank God. And that she stole her dream of being a star. Curtis tells her that she needs mm. to get back on stage, but she leaves anyway. Yeah, I don't think I agree with any of that argument. <laughs> One day while getting ready for a New Year's Eve performance, Effie doesn't show up to practice. And the owner of the club tells her to Curtis that he needs three girls. He says people paid to see three girls and they better see three girls. Yeah, that's fair. Later that night, Effie shows up saying that she went to the doctor and she feels much better now. But mm. Curtis tells her that she's been replaced. Yikes. We get bop number eight, It's All Over, where mm. Curtis, Dina, Laurel, and Cece, her own brother, tell mm. Effie that they're done with her selfishness and the fact that she's always leaving or late and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This then immediately leads into bop number nine, and I am telling you. And I'm telling you. I'm not going. Such where, a good song. Great song. Where Effie begs Curtis to let her stay to no avail. Like, he, like, no, he doesn't even stay for the end of the song. Like, he's he's gone by verse number two. Yeah, uh, which, how dare you? That's a <laughs> great song. You should have at least just stayed until the end. This then leads into a performance by the Dreams on New Year's Eve with their new member, the secretary, 
from Curtis's dealership, Michelle. Um, so I have a pretty controversial thing to say. Okay. So let's let's talk about Effie. Okay. Um, she's been missing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been ruining recordings. Uh-huh. And she has been overall rude. I also would have replaced her. You're not wrong. I wouldn't have done it the way that Curtis did it. Yeah. Like, not at all. But I would have replaced her. Yeah, because like, at, at, at that point, she's... She's a liability. It. Yeah, she's a liability. She's ruining it for herself and for the rest of the girls. Like, there is money on the line. Yeah. Like, it's so, not just... You're not little... Your little band anymore. Yeah. You know? Like, stuff have, has been have, paid for. Yeah, tickets you, have been purchased. You've got obligations, these girls perform in three-part harmony like right you're gonna can't be not everything. showing up right bro and like, then she should also be grateful that they paid her to right. leave because if it were me she would have just gotten a plane ticket home exactly with the attitude she pulled absolutely absolutely she would have just got a plane ticket home but they girl, gave her half a million dollars yeah which is a great payout, may especially I just Especially in the 60s. Especially in the 60s. At, in the, like, climate, like, the racial climate that was back then. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Like... That's so much money. She was set. Set for life. Um, yeah, and then we cut to upwards to 10 years later. They never tell us exactly how much longer yeah, it's, it's been. Just, they just show us people and they're older and you're like okay (laughs) yeah and um dina is watching a like trailer for a documentary of her life and like her rise to fame Mm -hmm. and in this documentary they cut out effie they're like nope you didn't grow up with effie you grew up with michelle yeah (laughs) they rewrote history (laughs) and then we get bop number nine i'm somebody great great song um In a documentary, she sees that Curtis, who is now her husband, Mm -hmm. is planning on having Dina portray Cleopatra in a movie musical, which would be great, except for the fact that they said that it was going to be with the music of today, which is disco music, which would be weird. Yeah, I that would have flopped hard, very hard. Um, And so... We then go to the record company that Curtis now owns. And Dina is like, I don't want to play a 16-year-old. Like, I'm like a grown woman. Yeah, (laughs) which is good for her. Yeah, but then he gaslights her by performing. I will say this is an excellent song, but he is is. gaslighting her. Yeah, the the song's great out of context. Yes, Bach number 10, (laughs) When I First Saw You. Yeah. And then we see flashbacks of how they fell in love while Dina was doing a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And Dina was looking very good. So I don't blame him. Yeah, me neither. At all. And so, yeah, we then cut to Effie, who is at an unemployment office with her daughter. Um, Effie tells the worker that she doesn't look for work because all she knows how to do is sing. That's not an acceptable answer. It's not because queen that's literally what i went to school for and look where i'm at yeah 
the fact that she gets away with that is weird to me. That's just an excuse that no one should have bought. I would have been like, babe, you could at least be a waitress. Right. Or work at a shoe store or there's tons of things you can do with no quote unquote experience or education, education. further education, whatever. She's just being lazy. She really is, though. We're going to call her out on that. Yes. Yeah. We I have to call out bullshit when I see it. She's being lazy. And then so she also tells the worker that her daughter doesn't have a father because she's like, is there a, he's like, is there a father that can help with some money? And he's, she's like, she does not have a father. We then cut to a recording studio where Cece is performing a song that he wants Jimmy to perform. Mm Mm-hmm. And we get Bop number 11, Patience. So good. Great song, great vocals by Lorel. Literally, they should have had him demo more songs. Yes. <laughs> I'm just um, saying. And then we have a scene where we see that CC has been sending Effie money, but Effie does not take it and just gives it to her father. Bruh. And then one day she goes to Marty because she needs a manager, because she wants to start singing again. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy and Laurel record Patience and play it for Curtis, and he rejects the song because he doesn't want songs with messages. <laughs> he, he likes Basically. To, he likes, that's literally what he says. He wants his songs to have no substance. Yeah. yeah Which he, is ridiculous. He, he just wants songs that people want to dance to. That's it. Yeah, as long as they sell. Yeah. He loves it. And that's all he cares about. So this upsets Jimmy. And so he whips out a needle and starts doing heroin in front of everybody. <laughs> like, do you know how down bad you have to be to not even try to hide the fact that you're doing heroin with the people you work with? Right. Like, your boss just walked out. You're with his wife. Yeah. And you're just going to be like, you know what? F it. Heroin time. Yeah, and you're sitting right next to your mistress, right? Your mistress's uh, girl group mate, and like your music producer. Yeah, and you're just gonna whip out heroin and just do it in front of everybody. He was ready to risk it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, Marty. Meanwhile, Marty gives Effie an audition to perform at a club. And she starts off shaky because she's lost all of her confidence. Yeah. She gets it back. Yeah. And she she, uh, performs I Am Changing, Bop number 12. And she gets the job. Yay. Yay. Uh, We then cut to a 10th anniversary televised concert for Curtis's record company. And while getting ready, Jimmy tells Laurel that his wife is in the audience and she rightfully so gets upset. Yes. Actually, never mind. She can't get upset. She's the mistress. She's the mistress and she knows it. And he's the cheater. So. Yeah. Um, nice try though. Yeah, nice try. Almost got me there. Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy then goes out and begins to perform one of his slow songs. 
but decides that he doesn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And so he begins to perform one of his old soul songs and gets so into it that he drops his pants on national TV. Jimmy. In the 60s or 70s Jimmy, at this Jimmy, point. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Um, that, that was not it. Don't mm-hmm. know what he thought he was doing. <laughs> this upsets Curtis. Like he was upset before the pants dropping and then he yeah. dropped the pants and made it a million times worse. And so he fires him. And then for a one-two punch, LaRoe dumps him in front of his wife yeah. while singing an excellent song. Yeah. <laughs> she does it in style. <laughs> she then immediately goes on stage and performs, like right mm-hmm. after dumping him. What a queen. Uh, sometime later, Dina goes to meet with a screenwriter and a director for a role in a movie, but does not tell Curtis. She's like, don't tell him. Yeah. It's our little secret. Which if she's, if she's having to resort to that, why didn't she think that was weird? I don't know why she wanted to be in this movie. It sounded bad. I mean, she said it spoke to her. So I guess, you know, at least she felt the project, I guess. Uh, okay. <laughs> she wanted to play a drug addicted sex worker. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Named <Okay>. Dawn. <laughs> named Dawn. A black woman named Dawn. Yeah, named Dawn. Okay. <laughs> and then um, later at the recording studio, while listening to a track, Cece walks out because Curtis keeps ruining his songs to make up-tempo disco tracks. And in the middle... Him. True. And in the middle of their fight, Laurel comes out screaming... Because she learned that Jimmy has died from an overdose. Hmm. Terrible, terrible. So while watching the news on Jimmy's death, Cece quits. <laughs> and Curtis says, that's fine. But Michelle, who he's either dating or they're like writing partners, we're never told. Yeah. He's like, you can't leave. Which, okay. Yeah. Which She never, yeah. She never said she wanted to, but <laughs> okay. Sure uh yeah and then so one day while effie is walking into her apartment Cece opens the door and she runs down the stairs like usain bolt like oh my gosh yeah she got down like she was struggling to get up them stairs but when she needed to <laughs> run down them stairs she's a all, runner she's a track star all of a sudden she was the flash like she went Whoo! yeah like Cece yeah. got to like the light, like the top ledge, and she was already out the door. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like Cece was what? Like from what we were supposed to see, like maybe a flight above her. Yes. And then suddenly she's out the door. <laughs> <laughs> out the door. God, nowhere <laughs> to be found. And then uh, Effie's daughter asks her grandfather who that man is, and she's told that it's her uncle. We then cut to the club that Effie works at and there is a service being held for Jimmy and Cece shows up to speak to Effie and apologize. Mm -hmm. Uh, He also finally gives her a song to record. It's been like 10 years. (laughs) Right. Jeez. And we get Bob number 13, One Night Only. Such a good song. Um, It begins to get some radio play. And this upsets Curtis for some reason. Yeah. No, it what affects a, him in no way, shape, or form. What a loser. 
And so he decides to steal it. Yeah, which of course he does. Yeah, and he has the dreams record a disco version of the song, which does that count as buff number 14? It's the same song, but it's like, the same song. Is it controversial for me to say that I like the original better? No, I like the disco version better, but you know. Okay. <laughs> to each their own. Yeah, to each their own. It's the same song. We love it's, it. It's the same thing. I'm gonna count it as Bob number 14. Okay, why not? I, why not? And then Curtis pays to have the radio stations drop Effie's version and only play the Dreams version. Terrible. This man is never seeing heaven. No, absolutely not. Never. Um, and so one night. While having dinner, Dina and Curtis get into a fight because he knows that she's been having secret meetings about movies, and he tells her she can't do that. And to to just like put the icing on the cake. Yeah, the icing on the freaking cake. Um, he chooses to tell her that he chose her as the lead singer because her voice has no personality and is easily molded by him fuck you dude like un unprompted unprompted all, all she said was she wanted to do this movie and yeah then, literally and then he threw that out and i was like whoa sir where is this coming from i hate this man with a burning passion oh yeah i hope he steps on every single lego that's ever been built yes because this man literally just spoke to hurt her like yeah you're the worst. And then he also adds that she can't do anything without him anyway because he has her in so many contracts. She threatens to get a lawyer and he gaslights her by telling her that only he can do what's best for her. Ew. Throw the yeah. whole man out. Yeah. Um, we then get the ultimate Bob. Bob number 15. <sighs> yes. Listen. And we see oh, Dina promoting the Cleopatra movie. Okay, but tell me why she, I feel like she looks like Zendaya in that, in that shot. In the wig? Yeah, it's the I wig. F- it's the wig and the eye look for me. Because I feel like Zendaya has had that exact same look somewhere. Yeah, right? I, I'm not crazy? No, you're not crazy. Okay. I mean, you're crazy. But like, I am crazy. You're not yeah, crazy. I'm not, I'm not crazy about sense. that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Like, we're both crazy, but we're not crazy in this <laughs> sense. Okay. Um, and then we also see that one night... Dina goes looking in Curtis's office for what we'll never know. Yeah, we don't. And she just she, goes on in there. <laughs> yeah, and she sees Effie's one night only record. So she decides to call Effie. Uh, Effie, Marty, and Cece then show up some undetermined amount of time later mm-hmm. <laughs> to Rainbow Room. Time is irrelevant in this movie. Very irrelevant in this movie. Um, they show up with a lawyer because Dina has given them evidence of all the fraud, mob loans, and deceptive dealings Curtis has been doing. Can I just say that this man kept every piece of damning evidence in one spot? Yeah, not smart. How has this man gotten this far? Who knows? I mean, I guess when you're shady, you can get pretty far... I guess. Just by but tricking like, people. And like, how did Dina get the key to the, to that um There door? seemingly was no key. There, there seemingly was no key. Oh, okay. But uh, please don't keep paper trails if you're doing stuff illegally. Yeah, please. Don't. 
Don't, and don't keep them in your second drawer of your office. No. Um, desk. At least put it in a safe. Right. Uh, and then so while CC and Marty are speaking with Curtis, Dina and Effie are catching up and Effie tells her about her daughter and Dina realizes that it's Curtis's. Yeah. But Curtis does not know. Mm-hmm. Effie gets and so with the threat of taking all of this damning evidence to the police, Effie gets her own label. How that works, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works. And she gets nationwide distribution of her version of One Night Only. Why would you want a label under his record company? I would not. Like, that didn't work well for Mariah Carey. It's not going to work well for you, Dina. Yeah, so no. you don't want to be associated in any freaking way with him at all anyway please go to a different record company yes i please. beg of you um and so when curtis gets home that night he's furious at dina but she and her mother are packing her stuff good for it's her good for her and she tells curtis that she's done and he can take everything she has ever had but it doesn't matter because she will start over and she leaves. Good for her. Good for her. At a farewell performance for the dreams, Curtis shows up with a new artist that no one cares about. <sighs> and the dreams perform Bop number 16, Hard to Say Goodbye. Such a good song. Um, they then introduce their final song and announce that they are actually four dreams and bring out Effie. They perform Dream Girls, and Curtis notices that Effie is singing to a little girl and seemingly realizes that it's his child. And can we talk about Laurel? Laurel was arguably the best singer in the group. Why they had her singing background, Yeah, I don't know. She sings a high F. I looked it up in this song. <laughs> Because I was like, that's a really high note. What is that? Looked it up. It's a high F. Um, and she's a, and she sustains it. Wow. Yeah. The, the power that woman has. They were just too afraid. They literally was... suggest everyone but her for a lead role. Yeah. They were like, let's push her to the back. She's too powerful. Yeah. Sure, she doesn't belt as loud as, as uh, uh, you know, everybody else, but that's yeah. okay. She does things everybody else can't do, and that's scary. Yes. We're going to push her onto the side. Yeah, but that's the end of the movie. Yes, it is. Yeah. Such um, a good movie. Such a good movie. Are you ready for the movie facts? Yeah. Okay, the first one. The film is based off of a Broadway musical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the story is based heavily on the Supremes, you know, Diana Ross. Yeah, Diana Ross, yeah. Yeah. And um, Curtis represents Motown founder Barry Gordy. Okay. Both men worked in the automotive industry before focusing on music and integrated aspects of the automotive business into music making process. Both were romantically involved with the lead singer of their label's most successful female group. Oh, jeez. And Effie's departure from the group closely matches a woman named Florence Ballard, whose voice was much more powerful than Ross's, but Ross was made the lead singer. Oh, wow. Dang. 
Um, second one, Anika Noni Rose, who plays Laurel, mm-hmm. had to wear sexy inch heels while filming the title music number to appear in frame with Beyonce and Jennifer Hudson because okay. she is 5'2", Beyonce is 5'7", and Jennifer is 5'9". Oh my gosh, I didn't know that they were that tall. Yeah, they're tall, and she was a tiny thing. Jeez, oh, yeah. Um, Jennifer Hudson had to gain 20 pounds to pay Effie. Really? Yes. Um, Loretta Devine, queen mother, auntie <laughs> to all Black people. Um, she plays the jazz singer in, like, the wake sing. Uh-huh. And she created the role of Laurel in the original Broadway production in 1981. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. And also a man named Hinton Battle, who plays Curtis's like right-hand man, who I never mentioned because he like barely speaks in this yeah. movie, so there was no point. Yeah. Um, he also was in the original production of Dream Girls, and he played. Or he was a replacement, but he oh. played James early. Oh, really? Yeah, he played Jimmy. Oh, that's cool. Um, during a break in filming, Beyonce lost weight to make herself look younger for Dina's teenage and early years. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, she did look bigger in the, not bigger, she did yeah. look more human. Yeah, in she the looked, second half yeah, of the she looked he- more healthy. Yeah. Uh, do you want to guess who was considered for the role of Curtis? Oh no, who? Just just name some black men <laughs> that you can think of. <laughs> can I, I be outrageous? Can I be I, outrageous for my first one? Sure. Can I say, say uh, um, shoot? You know I'm bad with the actors' names. <laughs> shoot, what's his name? He's in like every. He's in, he's Nick Fury. What's his freaking name? No, not him. Samuel Jackson. No, not Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson. Okay. Um, also, can I say, I forgot that Eddie Murphy was in this movie. How? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's been, a, it's been a minute since I've seen the movie. And like, I just totally erased from my mind that Eddie Murphy was in this movie. Anyway. Um, Denzel Washington. Yes. You're kidding. That's one of them. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's one of them. I think he was, I think he was also like offered the role, but he turned it down because he can't sing. Who, Denzel? Yes. I mean, he would have been a good one too. Yeah. He would have been great. There's two more. Two more. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know who one. else I would think would, would fit. First one, Will Smith. Shut up. I thought it for a second, but I was like, he doesn't even look like he would be threatening. I told you just to name Black people. Uh, second one, or last one, Terrence okay. Howard. Really? Yes. I'm happy they went with none of those people. Yeah. I feel like the only, like, applaudable one would be Denzel Washington. Yeah. I mean, Terrence Howard looks intimidating, but he can't sing, can he? He can't sing. Mm, thank, thank God they didn't make him. Thank God. Um, <laughs> then can you imagine Will Smith, though? 
can Will can Smith you... sing? Uh, I don't know, but I can't, like, I just associate him with, like, Prince Bel-Air and all of that. So I just yeah. think he's, like, I don't think I could see him in a role like that. I don't think he can sing. So I don't think that would have worked. Okay. It's time for the question that determines whether or not we continue this podcast. Is it iconic? Why is this a question, Jordan? I had to ask. <laughs> of course it's iconic. We got a whole movie full of bops. Yes, yes. We got powerful women in this movie. Yes, yes, yes. We've got, I feel like that's that's all you really need. The music alone is iconic. Yeah, the so, music alone. Yeah, the movie is great. immaculate. I hate but, Curtis with a passion. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah. I want him kept away from that little girl. No. no Absolutely. No. I hope he had zero contact. No. I don't care if he found out about her. Leave yeah. her alone. Yeah. No. I don't Please care if you. you if you helped create that beautiful girl you are not getting anywhere near her yeah step back please yeah i will fight you and also i love beyonce but i can acknowledge the fact that she's not the best actress but in this movie she kills it. she She really does she killed it and jennifer hudson deserved the oscar that she won 100 she gave us humor she made us cry she made us think she did amazing she did it all she was effie white also, great job, Jamie Foxx, because to this day, I still side-eye you. Yo, honestly. Like, I know y'all are not the characters you play, but sometimes it concerns me. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Jamie Foxx has done nothing wrong that I can think of, but yeah, I still right. side-eye him every time right. I see him. Right. You just played that a little too well. A little too well. <laughs> Makes me concerned. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch Ray and it'll make me feel... Actually, it, Ray doesn't make me like you either. It doesn't. <laughs> Ray Charles there, Ray Charles was... Um, mm, mm. Is there any redeeming movie of his? That not that like I him? can think of. Okay. <laughs> That's not, fair. Not even Players Club. Even in that movie, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Spider-Man? Ew, no. He was, a, he was literally <laughs> the villain in that movie. No. <laughs> It just further cements that he's a terrible person. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I bet he's sitting at home doing absolutely nothing. And we're yeah, right. sitting here calling we're... him a terrible person. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm sure you're a very nice person. I'm Mr. sure Fox. you are. Okay, Kelly. I will yeah. never meet you to confirm it, but you know, no. we're, we're just going to go out on a limb. Let's let's keep it ambiguous that way. Yeah. Even if you are actually a terrible yeah. person, I'll never know. Yeah, and I'll never be let down. Yeah. Okay, Kelly, what are your recommendations for this week? So I have one. It is an anime. It is called The Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. Very long title. It's, okay. It's basic. Yeah, it's a very long title. I don't know why they had to make it so long. Like, I get it. But at the same time, I don't. Um, it's basically like if... Um, what's his name? Shoot. Tony Stark went detective rather than superhero. Okay. So Batman. Yeah. Got it. 
Got it. But not as not as brooding. <laughs> not as brooding. <laughs> but yeah, basically Batman. I didn't want to say Batman because it's not as dark. But yeah, Batman. <laughs> okay. Uh, as for me, I have two. Okay. My first one is Malibu by Miley Cyrus. Hmm. It played off of one of my playlists I was listening to this week and I was like I forgot about this song I love it great song great summer song we love some Miley. wish my car wish my car had a, a top that I could take down so I could Ooh. like have the air blowing through my face danger while the song was playing but I don't so <sighs> gotta deal with what I got yeah we um, just gotta sicker heads out the window out the window like a dog yeah that's how we feel alive and hopefully i'm able to see and i don't crash my car yeah (laughs) um my second one is marvel's what if has it come out for us yet no no will it be immaculate yes it will i mean just the trailers alone yeah i'm ready come on it's so good can't wait apparently it's like it's canon so like let's see what happens right like now that we've seen all the craziness from the last couple um let's see yes let's see um i really really can't wait for the doctor strange movie can't wait. honestly same but you know i'll i'll take my time we still have not gotten a spider-man trailer and it's supposed to come out in december oh my gosh is it yeah oh my gosh y'all we are in august i don't know what's going on there we're in august maybe maybe they're anticipating another lockdown i don't know but just put it on disney plus i'll pay for it i don't care i know but like even if we are in lockdown y'all need a trailer to hype us up though yeah i need something right we need something because i've heard a lot of theories about who's gonna be in it what's going down yeah i need to know i need to know i just need a breadcrumb Mm mm-hmm I mean, spoiler alert, we all we all already know that the other Spider-Mans are gonna be in the movie. Yeah. That was that was spoiled months ago. Yeah. So just give us the trailer. I get to see my main man uh, um Edgy Garfield. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And thanks thanks to Molly's game, we know that um what's the other one's name? Toby Maguire. Oh, yeah, Toby Maguire is a terrible person, so I can't stand him right now. But you know, no, we cannot. It's fine. Sorry, it's fine. <sighs> yeah, but yeah, that's it for me. So thank you so much for listening. I have to go. I have a peach cobbler to make. So don't forget to Ooh. follow us. On, yes, on social media, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both at sytyi podcast. Um, you can send us your movie requests your movie stories were you in were you also a person who saw this the day it came out how was it did it change your life like it changed mine right was it the greatest gift you could have gotten on christmas yeah it was for me i watched it in la at the grove oh really yeah that was back when we used to alternate between having christmases here and christmases in la oh we have not done that in years 
But honestly, the least amount of time I can spend in LA is okay with me. Yeah, I can't if I, I can't breathe down there comfortably. <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it. I just I just hate being on your on your highways. Awful. Yeah. Awful. I hate feeling like sticky all the time. It's a terrible place. How do, how do you guys live yeah. there? Yeah, how do y'all justify that? Yeah, email email us. Tell us. Please. Tell us. We're at sy2iipodcast at gmail.com. Please let us know. Um, also, you can share us with your friends and your family if you like us or if you hate us. I don't care. Yeah, you can like hate listen. That's yeah, all right. You can hate listen. That's fine with me. Yeah, we accept it. I like, I'll accept it. Yeah. I'll be sad, but I'll accept yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We'll cry a little bit, but you know. And you can also hate subscribe to us on Spotify now. Yeah. You can hate comment, just leave the five stars. Yeah, just leave the five stars. Just go to the rate and review section, leave five stars, and then just write the most heinous thing you can think of. I don't yes. care. Please. We need Kelly, some kind of interview. Kelly won't look at it anyway. So I won't. I'll probably hear that. about it though. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell her, but I'll like sweeten it for her. Yes, because uh, I will cry. He yeah, won't, but I will. I won't. I truly, literally, you can say anything to me. I will not care. Yeah. You're you're a stranger to me. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah. Um, and I know last week I said I wasn't going to go into it, but now I will. Um, <laughs> please wear your mask. Yes, please. Even if you are vaccinated, I I don't care. Put the mask on. Especially yeah. if you're in Florida or Texas right now, please. Oof, is Texas bad too? Yes. Eesh. I've been saying for a while now that I think Texas is a third world country. Because <laughs> like how y'all handled that ice storm you had was terrible. Oof. Um, Oof. Terrible. So yeah, please wear your mask. Also like vote out your governors, please. Yes. Please. <laughs> Yeah. Um, wash your hands. Yes, please. And the rest of your body. Yeah. We, we heard about y'all who didn't bathe. Yeah. We're talking to you. Please bathe every day. You don't have to wash your hair if you don't want to. Yeah. Just bathe. do that every other day. And use a washcloth. Yes. Please. Please. You don't mean some, your hand. Cause some friction between your, <laughs> between yeah. your skin. Get the your dead not skin enough. off of your body. Y'all and, playing out here. And let's use some lotion. Yeah. Not the not the watery kind. You go get you some gold bond, mm-hmm. that thick lotion, thick, yeah. cream. That's what you need. Yeah. If you're sweating by the time you're done putting it on, you're correct. Yes. It should be a job to get it like into your skin. Like you should need to like rub very hard. Yeah. It's a workout. It. Yeah. And then please, if you are a masker and you're vaccinated and a everything else a masker masquerade oh <laughs> i'm kidding i'm cutting that out um yeah um if you're a good person who is listening to your scientists in the world stay iconic stay iconic y'all bye bye